to you a year ago today. We uh, went to dinner together at at Marcello's. Yeah. What? Why did you go to dinner together at Marcello's? Um, it was me, Neff, and D were we were hanging out at his place after we got at Full Mimosas, and yeah. we made a Facebook event saying like Marcella's dinner party who's coming and no one responded the same day yeah well yeah we got in this big phase we thought it was the funniest thing ever where like if we were gonna go drink on a Sunday we would like create a Facebook event and invite like we invited like 150 people to one and ended up like being I don't think anybody outside of like who was we texted and was like in the group chat and yeah. we said to come yeah <laughs> we would say like networking event like bring your resume <laughs> like whole first floor of Apple rent it out and oh like no one would come Every weekend? Like, not every weekend, but like... We, we did one in Michigan at Skeeps. Yeah, yeah. That's that where it started. A lot of people came that actually yeah. That one makes sense, because yeah. everybody's in Michigan wondering, yeah. where should we go, and then this invite comes. But yeah. Yeah. if you're sitting in your house at 11 o'clock on a Sunday, you're not... Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get, like, a call, like, are you okay? Like, <laughs> is everything good? Like, go Hello and welcome back to episode 7 of the Potluck Podcast. Ooh. Today is November 18th. I'm joined as always by my Ooh. lovely co-host, Ooh. Jack. Jack, how are we doing today? I'm doing really well. I um, I got a cat today. <gasps> yeah. I was going to ask. I meant yeah. to ask you because I saw it on your story. Uh-huh. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Jesus. Breathe. Work through it. Yep. In and out. Um, yeah, I got a cat today. Want to hear all about it? Um, His name is Pabu from The Legend of Korra. He's a little red raccoon in The Legend of Korra. Is that anime? It's not an anime. It's like Avatar The Last Airbender. Anime. Okay, fine. Anime. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. I'm proud <laughs> of it. Um, and his original name was Dandelion. And I was like, that's not a name for a dude cat. Come on. Actually, you know what? It's fine. You can have whatever name you want. So I changed it to Pabu. Um, but I went to the Knox County Humane Society today. And, Where is uh, that? Like 50 minutes away. Yeah. It's in, in Knox County. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Knox County is. Okay, I should right. know where Knox it's County like 50, is. After, 50 minutes north. After watching the election coverage of yeah. every single county. Yeah, in the right. Yeah, the guy in the board. Look at Knox County right here. They got some good cats. Um, but yeah, I drove to Knox County Humane Society and picked him up. It was like 50 bucks. My mom gave me the idea. She was like, oh, like, maybe you need someone to take care of. And I was like, hmm, yeah, <laughs> okay, that sounds about right. And then so, Thanks, Mom. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, and so I got a ginger cat. A little, I don't know if it's a tabby or whatever. I don't know what breed it is. It's a ginger though. It's, it's tiny. It's really tiny. Well, it's got it's got <clears throat> longer back legs than front legs, Ooh. so it's just leaning forward all the time. It's just always leaning forward. It can't like, be good on the shoulder joints. I know it's t- probably it's awful. So there's one thing that's a little off about Pabu, as you get sometimes with these adoption cats, and they were they were like running me through everything, and the last thing they told me after I had signed the adoption papers, obviously, because they got to get this cat out of here, um, was he has really um, overactive uh, like eye glands, like tear ducts, right? What the? So it always looks like he's crying. And I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, that happens when I watch like, certain movies. I was like, wait, this cat loves to cry a lot? I love to cry a lot. <laughs> like, I was like, perfect. It was a match yeah. made in heaven. I know, right? Yeah, yeah but that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. just at your apartment with your two roommates? Yeah, no, but so what, been... what, what they've told me is that you need to keep him in a small area. So right now he's reserved to my room and my bathroom. He's got, like, a litter box and everything in there, and I'll come back, and he'll just, like, hop up on the bed and chill with me. I took a nap today. He fell asleep on my back. That's oh, my awesome. God. I woke up and, like, turned over, and he hopped off. He's like, hey, dude, you all right? And I was like, 
yeah, I'm still breathing. And he's like, okay, cool. So am I. I was like, all right, cool. Let's hang out. So we just like hung out and watched Peaky Blinders. It was, it was really nice. He's okay. super relaxing. He's a little scared right now because it takes like a couple weeks yeah. to like adjust him to like being a cat. I've always, place. I've always been a dog guy just cause like my family has been a dog family. Like, we've never had cats, but like I see the appeal. Like they're oh, so dude. easy. Like oh, they're, God, they are, they're, they're, cats are cute. Oh yeah, no, it's I prefer so dogs, and but it's, like it's the most low maintenance. Like, it's so low maintenance. I mean, I can leave him in my room, go hang out for a couple hours, and come back, and like he was literally just chills. He, I, I put out a bowl of food, put out some water, leave his litter box. He goes poop in the litter box. I clean the litter box, and then we just hang out. It's perfect. It's really nice. Yeah. Okay, so you did hear a little voice Husband. during my commentary, <laughs> a little preemptively. It was kind of we so, we, were, we were planning on starting with just introducing our guest today right yeah. out of the gate, but. Neil brought up the cat. <laughs> I just I felt like we, he, was, yeah, he might end new? up just sitting here for a while. Yeah, what, what's anything. new going on a tangent? Um, so today we have our lovely friend on, uh, Colin Parsh, and Colin is from Connecticut. Yes, Connecticut. I always get those East Coast states mixed up. They're all just they're all the same, state, honestly. It's New England. I'm sure you can disagree. But Colin, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I mean, got the call like 25 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, you know, but. Preparation. Today, Preparation meets opportunity. That's where success is at. <laughs> Today's episode was a big hod, bit of a hodgepodge because yeah. I just started a new job up in Cleveland uh, and I was planning on coming down this weekend because we had some friends from Chicago who were supposed to come, yes. but due to the Ohio State game being canceled and I think some just COVID stuff, yes. they decided to stay home. So I did not come down. So I got a text today at like two o'clock from Jack with our episode that's supposed to come out on Wednesday, today's Tuesday, mm-hmm. saying, are we doing this? We're we making a show. I think I said, um, I think it was like, so what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, what are we doing? And I was like, uh, we should probably figure this out. Like, <laughs> But luckily I'm working remote, so I'm just going to come down here and chill for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were thinking, like, who, all right, who's going to be our guests? So I literally pulled in my garage at like 7. Jack called me as I was pulling in. We're like, who should we have? We're like, should we, should we go Parsh? And we're like, yeah, let's go Parsh. And it's yeah. currently 8.30, so. Mm, yeah, it was it was home runner strikeout with Parsh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking for the fences here. Looking yeah. for the fences. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. So, so we're coming off, today's November 18th. Obviously, uh, the Masters was this last weekend. Yes, it was. And my, my first Masters. Tell me about it. it how, was, how, was, what, how would you rate the experience and 6.8. Okay. And I'm saying this because it was like, I didn't know that they don't start coverage until 1 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, like, why? They don't, like, most golf tournaments won't start TV coverage until, like, on the weekend, on the Thursday and Friday, like, 2 if you're lucky, like, 3 o'clock, mm-hmm. and then Saturday and Sunday at, like, 11, like noon to 1. Yeah, I was a little but upset. Mas- I wanted to get up and watch it, and I was like, where Why didn't you text it? me? They're the Masters app. You can watch, like, oh. they have, like... They're on the Masters app all day. We'll have like people. Yeah, they have different channels. That's all free. You don't even have to put like your cable subscription in. But they have like holes 14, 15, or like holes 15 and 16. You always watching. Holes oh. four, five, six, and then like Amen Corner, which is 11 through 13. And then like featured groups in the morning. Yeah. Okay. And they have literally have like multicast. You can put, I had all four of those channels going oh, on my wow. TV. You had the quad box. So for me, like this, it was Chris, like. Is it Chris Hansen? What's his name? Or Red Zone? Oh, Chris Hansen is... Oh, Chris Hansen. Andrew Siciliani? Yeah. No, it's not. It's Chris something. It's something. Chris well, there's two. There's Star, two Who's Chris Hansen? First Chris thing. Hansen's to catch a predator. Yes. I <laughs> have a seat over there. Why are you here to see a 14-year-old girl? Yeah. Yeah. Who's <laughs> <laughs> watch a football game with a six-pack? <laughs> yeah. Who's playing tonight? The Ravens and the Steelers. And then he'll be like, oh, I got off scot-free. I know who's playing tonight in the football game. <laughs> 
yeah. But um, did you watch the Masters of Parsh? Sorry, just a just, like a just a just a little precursor. We're gonna call him Parsh all episode because yeah. no one called him Colin, but it's it's Parsh. Okay. Not even my mother. But <laughs> um, no. So like this year, yeah. I mean, I live with JD, big golf fan. Yes. So we kind of just threw it on. But mm-hmm. this was your first ever Masters like, that I watched. Yeah. You never watched in the past. Your dad never just like sat down with you and watched. My you. dad refused to. Um, so a little anecdote. My stepbrother, who's like four years old from my dad's first marriage, um, he's a lefty and everything, right? And so when my dad took him golfing, he told Nick, my brother, that he um, he was a righty in golf. And my brother's like, no, I'm a lefty. Like, I do everything lefty. He goes, no, you're a righty. Everyone who's a lefty and everything always golfs righty. And it was – the reasoning was my dad didn't want to buy him lefty clubs. <laughs> <laughs> and so he golfs righty, and he still golfs righty. He blames it on my dad why he's so bad. So my dad didn't want to deal with that with me, so he never bought me lefty clubs. So I never golfed. Oh, but I never yeah, golfed, and I used to always watch the Masters. I remember like watching it, like when it, sometimes it happened like Easter, like Easter Sunday would be Masters Sunday. Okay, yeah, in April. yeah, like yeah. in April every once in a while, like Easter. I don't understand how that works, but um, yeah, and so like I remember like my uncle throwing it on, like watching. Like I remember Phil winning. I remember when Bubba won. Really? Like he split the trees on that yeah. shot. Like yeah, like I used to like, and I used to always like pay really close attention to it for like. You know, just some like monetary reasons every once in a while, like Tiger Woods last year, like that was that really was, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I see the thing is, I just like a Masters match. pool or something to do, like a bracket. Yeah. Like I always did stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, I knew Tiger won last year, and it was really cool. I just didn't watch it. I think like maybe I was just playing like World of Warcraft, and like it's pretty cool. Like watch if you actually watch like all four days, you feel like a bit of like a connection to it, kind of. Like yeah. I watch Dustin Johnson like almost every one of his shots, just because like I'm watching it. And yeah. He's all they're always showing him, and like especially once yeah. he's playing as well. A, as a really bad golfer, it is so cool to see how they just like stick it. Mm-hmm. Like, That's the yeah, that like so they were on Thursday morning when the tournament started. The first like two groups went out, and mm-hmm. then uh, rain like torrential downpour. I didn't see that. Like I didn't see that. Yeah, they they have a six twenty tee time. I saw. Yeah. Well, oh my god. I, not normally. It's just because they can't start after like one o'clock because oh, the right. sun sets at five thirty. Oh, but right, normally, right, like right. the leaders would tee off at three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so because of that, the course was super wet and super soft, and the greens were super receptive, which means wherever you hit the ball, that's it's like where land. they're gonna land. Like yeah. if you watch the Masters, normally like. There were shots that they were pulling off that you just couldn't do. Really? Yeah, yeah, I did like, see I there were a lot of, lot of like divots in yeah. the green where it would just like you it would hit, just sit. It would hit there and then bounce like a yeah. foot. So Dustin Johnson shot twenty under, which beat Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth, who were tied for the all-time scoring record mm-hmm. in the Masters by yeah. two strokes, not even by one. Uh, by how two. do you feel? How do you guys feel about Dustin Johnson? Can I, I like him? Like he's just been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Like just bombs the ball. He's always been. He's been like world number one for most of yeah. my like memorable golf life of like watching okay. golf. So he's been like the best player in the world for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Pauline Gretzky. Dude. <laughs> Ain't bad. Dude. You know what I learned today when I was reading up on Dustin Johnson? Paulina Gretzky has a tattoo above her crotch area of the number 99. Yeah, that's what her, her dad wore. In the front or in the back? In front. the front. Like, right on, like, the pubic area. That's kind of weird. Right? But also, like, 99, like, the 99 Dude, is become... Oh, don't e- are you going to try and justify that right now? No, I'm saying... like Marsh, the- you're on my side with this, right? That's. I do think it's a touch weird. I also think the guy with a Spotify barcode tattoo on his lower thigh <laughs> no! should not be tattoo shaming. Like, that's like Mike Tyson being, like... <laughs> I mean, that's a good Tyson impression. Yeah. You want to hear? Him? Nah, I don't. Uh, keep going. Okay, no. See, my tattoo's fine though. But like, 
You're telling me if my if what I, would, I was gonna say is like I'm not here to shame anyone. Ninety nine. I, I would never shame a woman. I don't like, think it's, it's a tough look for sure. Yeah, right. But to like, play that's like a humanly. To like play. if it was like Dustin's number, it'd be like oh cute, but it's like hey Dustin my is. my dad wore this. Like, <laughs> like you wouldn't get Lou Ramillo's. Okay, the devil's advocate. I'm gonna say okay, is so you're gonna tell me every time he goes down on her, he has to see <laughs> her dad's hockey number. The goat. The greatest of all time. That should tell you, like, hey, no, like, remember, no. remember who you're, remember who you're married to. Yeah, like, I have shooters around this. Podcast, <laughs> Shoot. Honestly, what, I don't think Wayne Gretzky's like that, like loaded, or he doesn't seem like. Oh, he seems like a very humble, like, yeah. kind of just, what I was. Like, I'm say, sure he does okay. To, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> to play devil's advocate, ninety nine has become like his brand. It's like not even okay. like so. It's like the Gretzky, like the Gretzky brand. Yeah, but like. So it's less about like her dad being ninety. You like, know, I wouldn't care if it was like anywhere else. How big is it? I don't know. I've never it's, seen a it's picture. Yeah, like honestly, the anywhere else would be sick. About yeah. the size of a quarter. Oh, okay, I'm. I always pick. Well, there, there was a picture of it? of it on Twitter. Like, it wasn't like it was just. It was. Now I sound like weird. It like it was just showing like the tattoo oh, right. on like Nothing like she was yeah. doing like a swimsuit picture. Right, right. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. No, I was. Yes, I saw it, but it wasn't like it. I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, I feel like if you had that, like, somewhere else on your body, that's like a sick yeah, tattoo. Yeah, well, that's like your, like, your dad's a great hockey player. Yeah, maybe on her wrist, like, something never... tasteful. Yeah, I love yeah. that word with tattoos, too. Like, oh, tasteful. it's really tasteful. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah, he got one on his neck. Like, yeah, it's tasteful. It's <laughs> a little bit of it. Yeah. yeah, it's a classy tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, like, and so there's that whole thing. So I'm new to the golf scene, and there's a whole thing with cocaine with Dustin Johnson. But I was... Looking it up, and allegedly he's been clean since, like, 2013, 2014. Yeah. Which I think is cool. I think that's cool. And I think a lot of people still give him shit for, like, being a cocaine guy. But, like, I don't know. Like, a redemption story is cool. Like exactly, yeah. Like, in terms of being clean now. He also, like, he's been trying to... He's been, like I said, one of the, the number one player in the world for many time. Yeah. One of the best players in the world for even longer. Uh, and he hasn't won the Masters, so, like, for him to win... Right. Anytime a guy wins, like, their first Masters, their first U.S. Open, oh, like, yeah. these guys were all prolific. Yeah, it's like... I mean, that, that, was, that got me a little emotional. Mm-hmm. These like, tournaments was, are, like, what you've been... Oh, yeah, Stanley Cup of, a kid. Yeah. The Super Bowl of golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I love Brooks Kepka because I love part of my take, and I think he's, like, the cool guy of golf. Yeah. yeah. And, like, DJ, I, DJ rubs me a similar way where he's kind yeah. of, like, doesn't... See, I like Brooks less and less the more... Really? I kind of agree with that because, like, uh-huh. the more, like, we think about it, and, like, a guy like Dustin Johnson, who's been number one since, like, you've been watching golf, I've been watching golf, like, he can't win the big one, and that has to be, like, so stressful for him. Right. And then your guy like Brooks, which, like, still think he's pretty cool, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. But, like... Oh yeah, I don't really practice much. Like yeah, I kind of just go off for the yeah, D- track. Like, like DJ's gone out and put the work in. Like yeah, he's right? won tournaments. Like, he's like, won the way other majors. Sometimes talks about golf is like a little offensive. It's like oh, I don't really practice. I, sometimes so, like past the fourth hole, I don't like. Yeah, really so, like, black before, out. like but it also makes him cool. Yeah, yeah. See, in my mind, it doesn't. But, but I don't think before, it's cool. I don't think it's cool to be lazy. Before I started right. listening to him, before he went on part of my take, I heard that quote. Where he was like, I would much rather be a professional baseball player than a golfer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, fuck you. Do you know right? how many millions of people would love to yeah, be as good as right. Bobby? Like, yeah. And like the had... way the, the way he like talks shit about some other golfers too, and oh, then like yeah. and like goes out and lays a duck. Yeah. It's like, dude, like if you're gonna talk it, shit, like back it, it up. If you can't talk shit about anybody but Bryson. Bryson is fair game. Oh, fuck yeah. Him. Oh, you can talk. Um, unlimited but like if you had if like Brooks Kepka, his talent had like Tiger Woods work ethic, mm-hmm. he would be yeah. Tiger Woods. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. One thing I do respect about it though is like, I mean, we're gonna enter the working world. D already has like, we like, we don't like honor 
hone our craft. It's like a job. Like mm-hmm. you go to work, you mm-hmm. do a really you good job, job, you get your paycheck, you deserve it. And like yeah. that's his mindset with golf, which I like also kind of respect where it's like he's like, I have other interests. Like I that's like true. to do yeah. other things, but like my nine to five is on the greens. Like, yeah, I know you all wish you could have that. Mm-hmm. I do, and I treat it like a job, which is huh. also kind of cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's such a funny way to think about mm-hmm. it. Where like every like to be a professional athlete, you can't think of it like a nine to five. You no. have to be so it's committed unless you're just like insane yeah. talent. Right. Like him. Yeah, you're Bo Jackson or something yeah. like that. Well, there, there probably are a lot of athletes who just don't really enjoy their sport. They yeah. just know it's their way out of whatever they grew up in. And then yeah. they get to the point where like, okay, I need to provide for my family. I need to provide for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah. I'm going to put the necessary work in to prepare for my job the same way an accountant or like an advisor would. But like mm-hmm. when the tape stops and like when the workouts stop, like I'm going to enjoy my life. My life doesn't need to be football, baseball, yeah, basketball, sure. or golf. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. I respect yeah. that. I just yeah. think they're, they're put on such a pedestal that sometimes they mm-hmm. like have to yeah. like do all that. That's fair. Uh, so this weekend we got to see another Browns victory. That mm. yeah, was fan. I mean, it was mm. not fantastic. It was such a shit game. Like, yeah, sloppy Don't game. Don't need to be started on Nick Chubb. A win's yeah. a win. Oh, mm. did you have monetary interests on the Browns uh, to win by at least uh, three yeah, point yeah, three and a half points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't see why he did that. Okay, you have to see why he did that though, and I'm the one who's pissed, and I see why he did it. Why? Because. They're, they don't get a chance to get the ball back then. Yeah, but you're up by 10 points with 45 seconds left. Okay, so they go down. They get a kickoff return touchdown. They get an onside kick. They get it back, and they score. When have you ever seen that happen? I've never seen it. <laughs> exactly. Never, oh, the Cowboys did it earlier this season against the Falcons. It is the Falcons. But, <laughs> but, but like, there's, like, that takes the .001% chance out of it. Okay, true. But also, like, if that were to happen, I don't think we're going to go back and be like, why did Nick Chubb run it in? He should have went ran on the one. That's I think true. we would go back and say, "Oh, the kicking team didn't stop the yeah, kick, and, and the then defense should get the onside kick." And the At some point, yeah. Nick Chubb would have been blamed. You all are all from Cleveland. <laughs> like, trust me. <laughs> no, no. You know what? You know who I blame? I would have blamed him like that. by like today, by like Tuesday. Yeah, but, yeah, but you would have. But I would have back to him like he could have gone at it. Um, you know who I blame for that? Todd Gurley. He's the one who started that. The Georgia running backs. Is he from Georgia? Yeah, well? they were like they graduated like around the same. Okay, yeah, I blame Todd Gurley for starting that trend with the with the Rams. He did I that like that. four. four he did times. several times. Yeah. Yes, he kept doing it, and it would ruin spreads. What I didn't get about Chubbs though is why did he go out of bounds? Why not just fall? Why not just like drop, stop, and take a knee on the one? Well, then set the clock. Then the, <laughs> then imagine? the game's actually over. Then you have even a oh, better chance. You can't. Yeah. Like, well, could you over. imagine if like he just like stopped on a run, just like laid down, and some fucking guy from the who play? What the hell? Texans. Texans just like rammed into him and just like <laughs> just sprained his meniscus again he wasn't taking any chances yeah, yeah. i mean he, they, they played they played well enough it was really shit conditions mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna be upset about a win i'm gonna be yeah. mad because they didn't cover unfortunately <laughs> and literally it was centimeters away from doing it yeah but like oh. you i mean you think of anyone else on the team they're running that in oh easily kareem hunt yeah jarvis higgins baker yeah my dad they all they all want their they all want their stats. Yeah, right. And Chubb and Chubb probably needs it too because he hasn't been around for a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. I mean, like, it is so Nick Chubb. That dude says like five words a week. I think Such a I weirdo. Think, I think he was gifted football because a witch put a curse on him. He was like, I will give you talent in football, but you are only allowed to speak 150 words a week. And he's like, Yes. <laughs> and now he's sick at football. He can't speak. So after he said yes, he only had 99 words. <laughs> no, he had 149. <laughs> Harsh, your boys had uh, you had a good weekend for Jets football. Didn't lose. Jets didn't lose. Kyle First Harsh. week all year, Jets didn't <laughs> Jets, lose. You're right, Jets didn't lose. Can you give us a little? This will kind of caveat a little bit. 
into uh-huh. what we're going to talk to next, but talk about just being a Jets fan in general and like what it's what it's been like the last couple of years. This is like what starts my Jets fandom is so I'm born in 1998. In the 1997 draft, I think it was, the Jets had the number 1 pick. Okay. Peyton Manning was finishing his junior year at Tennessee, so he's eligible for the draft. He didn't declare, though. And he decides to go back, yeah. and the Jets trade down, I believe, and got, like, a ton of picks that they next year they used one of those picks on Chad Pennington. Okay. So my life— Who was drafted number one in that in okay, that 98 sorry. draft, do you know? Or 97? 97. I want to say it was, like—it definitely wasn't a quarterback. I'll stat okay. check it while you Yeah, yeah, continue. yeah, continue. And either that or was that was the year they took Keyshawn. Whatever, semantics. Yeah, yeah. Because Keyshawn Johnson was their last, like, number one pick. <laughs> uh-huh. So, from, like, so what to I— interrupt w- real quick. When you type in 1997 NFL draft, the very first thing is 1997 NFL draft, and the second thing is 1997 NFL draft Jets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm kind of interested. Who, who got picked for number one? Well, continue. Con- okay. Continue. So, anyway, like, the Jets are mediocre for, like, the beginning of my life, and then we get Brett Favre. And, like, this oh is God, right when I'm starting that. to get, like, really into football. Yeah. Like, watching every single game. Just to interrupt you, was it Packers, Jets, Vikings he went? Or yeah. Or is it? Okay. So he loses that game to the Giants in the snow. Tom Coughlin, red face. Yep. Like, everyone remembers yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Lawrence yeah, yeah, Times yeah. game-winning field goal. He retires, comes back to the Jets. I'm pumped. I mm-hmm. love Brett Favre. I love Gunslingers. I, I love Brett Favre, yeah. And then they start so the year 8-3. and mm-hmm. three. They beat the Titans to go to 8-3. and three, And I'm like... I love football. Like, this is awesome. Like, Chad Pennington, love you, buddy. But, like, Brett Favre, man. Yeah. Uh, they finished the season, I think it was either 1-4 and four or 0-5. Oh, jeez. And the coach get fired, Eric Mangini. Uh, the coach gets fired, and then they draft Mark Sanchez and hire Rex Ryan. Mm-hmm. That first year, they come out of nowhere, back their way into the playoffs because the yeah. Colts don't start Manning when they're undefeated. Don't. Talk, about, talk about that. I'm game. sorry. Do not. Talk I didn't about realize that. it was 10 yeah, and 6. That was 10 and 6. Yeah. Yep. All but right. we make the playoffs at like 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make <laughs> the playoffs 10 and 6. That's pretty cool. Wish we could do that. And then we beat the Bengals on the road. We go in and we beat the Chargers the year the Chargers were like 13 and 3. Yeah. And then we go into the Colts and we take a lead into halftime. And I'm like, this is what they get for, like, not starting Manning against us. They let us in. Like, don't let us. Like, the classic, like, high school yeah. sports. Like, don't let us in. Don't let us get in a yeah, run. Like, don't let the us Boston in. Yeah, it's the Boston Red Sox. It's the Boston Red Sox down down 3 He's like, don't let us get yeah. one. Don't let us get oh, yeah. one. Like, yeah. We get one, then we got Schilling in game five. And yeah, then yeah. In game six. And then, and then anything can happen, happen in game, game seven. seven. That's yeah. actually And then, so then they, they end up losing. And I cry a lot. And my mom tells me, don't cry because there's kids in Haiti who are dealing with a hurricane (laughs) or whatever it was, like an earthquake. And I was like, okay, fine. I won't like sports anymore. The next year, we do the same thing. We make the playoffs again. And then we make the AFC Championship again. (laughs) But this time, we're terrible in the first half. Um. And then we lose in the second half. Now, this year... I decided to pre-order my Jets AFC Champions T-shirt. <laughs> this was I was not smart enough to know what a jinx was. Uh-huh. And ever since that team, I have not seen a playoff game. Yeah. So ever since I ordered that shirt, the Jets they have were, not played in a playoff up, game. They were up in the first half. No, they were down, and then they came back against the Steelers. Like uh, they got a safety. Like remember Jason Taylor, the dude from the Dolphins? Yeah, I remember yeah. throwing the hands up. Like I was like, oh, we're coming back. And then Antonio Brown got a first down when we were out of timeouts and oh, ended the game. Damn. Hey, well, at so, least you've seen the playoffs. That's true. This is true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as much misery as you've had, we've probably had just as much, if not more. First yeah. overall pick in the 1997 NFL draft was from Ohio State. Who was it? Oh, uh, uh, Braxton Miller. No. 1997. 1997. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. 
fuck. Oh, Orlando Pace. Yay! A St. Louis Rams. Braxton Miller. <laughs> left tackle. I'm... Fuck, that was bad. <laughs> last, last football thing. Did you guys see the Cardinals? Were you guys watching the Cardinals-Bills game? Oh, yeah. The end of it? Yeah, that was so cool. That was so cool. Nothing is better than DeAndre Hopkins tapping the top of his head in that interview and talking about how he dunked on them. And then, do, do you have the interview? I literally have the interview pulled up because I wanted to play it before, yes, we, play it. before we moved on to play push. It. If yeah. you have not heard this, this is like the coolest way to do an interview. And like DeAndre Hopkins is just such a beast that mm-hmm. he can do stuff like yeah. this. You know, in basketball terminology, it's, that's what they call this. Taps the top of his head. Might get dunked on. But it was on three people. Um, you know, they were they were in position. It was just a better catch by I. <laughs> by I? <laughs> who so? Who thinks in their mind? Why? Why would you go? Just a better catch by I. By I. <laughs> by I. I've been that like, is I've so. Been waiting I don't know. Why like, is that so cool though? I need a funny caption because that's such a that's such a good video that you could apply to so many yes, things. Yes, but why is that? Why is I. why is it so cool that he said by I? I don't know, but it's like it's cool though, right? It's because we like could cocky. never make that catch, and we would never think to say that because yeah. we can never make that catch. Yeah, that's by true. I. Yeah, but even if we like, I don't know. It was just so cool. Got to catch by I. <laughs> I cannot. I, if I went up and say that, I would. I would get clowned. Yeah, yeah right. D-Hop yeah, can say that because he's a fucking beast. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's so Damn. good. Yeah, so that okay. was sick. Another mm-hmm. Browns are six and three. Six and three. Eagles next bunch week. Of other six and three teams in the AFC. Yes, there's five so. of them. And the they have the Eagles next week, which are the most discombobulated team in the oh, NFL yeah. currently. Yeah, we won't, we won't, we'll we'll get into that in the next episode, mm-hmm. most likely. We'll Hopefully recap. with a win. Hopefully with a win. Yes. Um. But yeah, so good football weekend. Good football weekend ahead. Ohio State plays Indiana. That'll be a good game. We are gonna roll. Probably gonna win. Yeah. Um. So moving on now, we kind of touched on Jet pa- Parsh's Jets fandom, mm-hmm. but. Just get a little more about your background. So you're from Connecticut, from the East Coast. So what's it been like? We've had one East Coast resident yes. on this podcast. Mr. Mike. Mike. Boston yes. Mike. Boston Mike. I knew you as Connecticut Colin like the first night I met you. Ew. But that, Ew. Was, Ew. Ew. that makes me cringe. It makes my skin crawl. <laughs> but talk about, like what, again, reiterating some of the stuff Mike has probably said, but the difference between the Midwest and the East Coast. Yeah, and, and a little bit about your background. Just kind of yeah. fill us in a little bit. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess, like, you want me to start with like why I came here? I yeah, guess. sure. Yeah. yeah. Whatever All you right. want. So you're interviewing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I'm an interview. Like, so tell me about yourself. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Like, why do you want this job? Yeah. <laughs> um, no. So like, well, I come from like an Irish Catholic family. Well, like half of my family, and so everyone's a Notre Dame fan. But my uncle went to Dayton. This is this sounds very roundabout, but trust me, it makes sense. Mm. So he went to Dayton with a bunch of Ohio State fans because like Dayton football, yes. the Flyers are not really. So division two B or something yeah. like that. Yeah, whatever. It's one A, one B. So like on Saturdays, it's I used to play. Yeah. yeah, I used to go to my grandmother's house because I played in like a lot of basketball leagues in her town. Mm-hmm. And then after the games, because games were like eight a.m., like classic youth sports, and I'd go and like my uncle would put on the Buckeyes because they'd always be on ABC or whatever, right? Like, yeah, Fox, whatever. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> I watched like I'm like six years old. Like Troy Smith is playing with like Beanie Wells, Ted Ginn, <sighs> like the like. Before, like, this era, like, the urban era, like, the pinnacle of, like, yeah. OSU football. Yeah. And Beanie Wells for yeah. reason, was, like, my favorite Ohio State football player growing up. Just the name Beanie. Mm-hmm. Number 25. Yeah. Just sick. 26. 26? Uh, yeah. Oof. All right. Continue <laughs> before. Fan. But, um, <laughs> so, I just remember, like, seeing, like, the, the crisp green grass with, like, the scarlet jerseys and those gray helmets. Yeah. And, like, as the stickers would build yeah. up the season. And I was like, I want to go to that school. Wow. And he, like, pats me on the head. He's like, oh. 
<laughs> Maybe if you try hard, you get good grades. Like, what is he gonna say? Like, you're not playing basketball there. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, like, obviously, like time goes by, and like my mom, like we get, to, I have an older brother, and like we start like touring schools for 28. him. Twenty eight. What? He was number. 28. Oh God, he was twenty six for the Cardinals. Yes, he was. Um. So. Jesus. Yeah. Um. So we get to like touring schools, and like my mom's like, "What do you, what schools would you want to look at?" Because we like go on like he played like Michigan, Penn State, like all <laughs> all the teams that we beat every year. <laughs> and, and I was like, "No, I'm going to Ohio State." And she's like, "Okay." Like my mom's like a very like conservative person. Okay. Like like she wants to make sure there's always a backup plan and stuff. And I'm like, "No, I'm going yes. to Ohio State." Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's like, "Okay, I'm not dealing with this kid. Like, I'm a little <laughs> stubborn sometimes. Yeah. Like, whatever. Especially like when I was like 16." And so, like, she lets me tour Ohio State. It's pouring down rain. And, like, miserable day. Like, we have, like, the guy who's, like, our tour guide. Like, sure, he's a really nice kid. I can't imagine leading kids around in the pouring rain. He wanted yeah. to get the F out of there. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was it was not a good experience. Good old-fashioned Columbus weather. Yeah. yeah. And then we get to the hotel, and she's, like, so, like, kind of, like, give me a little attitude. She's, like, so now do you want to look at other schools? Oh. I, go, I go, nope. I'm going to Ohio State. I had a great time. And she was, like. Okay, I give up on this kid. You love it at, yeah. at its worst. You're going to love it. Yeah. At its best, yeah. So I get to, like, the Common App and stuff, and at, like, I kid you not, it comes out at, like, midnight on whatever the night is. I filled it all out. I had my essays ready. I clicked Ohio State, and I applied. Was and that the was, only school you applied yes, to? Yes, only school I applied to. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I was like, Mom, I'm going there, and if I don't go there, I'll figure it out. And she was like, well, you need a scholarship to go there. And I was like – I'm getting like I get like this sometimes in my life where I'm like I have something in mind and no matter what I'm getting it to happen and I'm like okay like I know like in my grades in high school like mediocre so I needed like very good scores and stuff uh -huh. to get it and I was yeah. like I'm getting those scores and I'm getting well, a I remember some of that surprise some of that surprised me about you and I hate to say it's surprising <laughs> um you got a 34 in your ACT yeah I did really well it was pretty surprising <laughs> but, <laughs> Wait, what? Well, for, yeah, I wanted right? to go to Ohio State. I had to clutch up. <laughs> is that is that interesting? That's, I didn't. I mean, you don't. Not, like, Parse is a very smart guy. <laughs> yeah. No, you're very you're very intelligent and you're very determined. And I think that's one of the reasons why you I mean, got that's, a 34. That's probably like the highest of any of my friends. I got friends. a 30. I got a 31, and I was really happy. Yeah, with it. I got a 29, and I was happy. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is though that score will never matter again. Exactly. No, it like, won't. Yeah, until yeah. until we talk about it right like, now. Yeah. <laughs> when you said common app, like when you said common app, yeah. it like took me back to like that. Yeah. Senior year when you're like doing all the college stuff. Mm -hmm. and all that just gives me. Do you know what's Do you know what's funny? Talking about the common app. So, um, from my time on the team and like talking to other people in my life about this, they were talking about how like a lot of these kids commit to go to college to Ohio State to play athletics, play athletics, whatever it is. <laughs> um, when they're like freshmen or sophomores in high school, and so like. Can you imagine going through all of your high school and knowing where you're going to college and having no worry about that? Like, we all had to fill out all these applications. We had to take the ACT and everything. They would walk in the ACT, get, like, a 24, yeah. and then go out. And they would they didn't even have to – they would put in a code that said, I'm an athlete, on the Common App. It would be, it would be do you have a special code? And they put in that code, and they would just be like, all right, you're accepted. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, Dude, oh, my like, God, I couldn't even imagine. Some of these lacrosse kids commit in eighth grade. Yes. You have not even stepped into well, Cal committed yes. freshman year of high school. You yeah. have not stepped into into your high school yet as a freshman. You have freshman, not played you a, know a, where you're gonna a be game going. of lacrosse yeah, in high school. exactly. And you know where you'll be going in four years. That's that's like, I saw, there's an Ignatius kid committed to Michigan. Yes, Mikey Bain. Yeah. Before he played a single game of Ignatius lacrosse. Yeah. And he's a he, hockey player, too. Yeah, right. Great hockey player. Great kid, too. Good kid. Um, yeah, and it was like... <laughs> I couldn't even imagine going through high school and just being like, 
I already know where I'm going. Yeah, oh. dude, I would send it in. Oh, I my God. It oh, it'd be TFN. so bad. It would be so hard to concentrate in school. They're like, do this assignment. It's like, fuck you, buddy. I'm going I would to miss you. Go. <laughs> I would rip twine. B minuses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Minus average. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't care what you say. And then I'll get to college and be like, it turns out I'm actually smart. Yeah, yeah. right. Tricked you. <laughs> Call an ambulance. <laughs> but not for <laughs> me. But not for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Continue, Parsh. You were talking about Ohio State. Oh, yeah. But anyway, like, so I sent all my stuff in. And what was stressful, though, is so. Ohio State told me I was in before Thanksgiving of my senior year. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, I'm chilling and everything. But I was like, okay, when am I going to find out about, like, because OSU does, like, a really good out-of-state scholarship program. Where, yes, like, they do. They do reach, a very good job of that. You reach certain benchmarks, but one of the benchmarks is class rank in your high school. And my high school doesn't make that public. So oh, I didn't know where I was. So right. I wasn't guaranteed because, like, my grades were, like, fine in high school, but mm-hmm. not, like, not like OSU level pretty much. Okay. So I was like, oh, like oh, crap, like, now I have to wait for these. Yeah. So I had to wait from end of November to, like, middle of eight. Like, when do you have to decide? I think it's May. Yeah. For so, like, yeah. So, like, three weeks before I had to, like, make my commitment, I found out where I was, like, on, like, the scholarship-wise. So oh, I was wow. like, Yeah, you were probably so, tweaking. Yeah, so I was starting to say, like, oh, that whole one school thing, like, <laughs> sounded really cool. Yeah, like, right. Back in, yeah. Back in it sounds September. cool now. Yeah. It sounds cool now, but, like, yeah. at, probably at the time, you're like, I only applied to one school, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, that's pretty cool, man. And then, like, halfway through, you're like, yeah, <laughs> and like my friends were like, "Oh yeah, he got it. He's going to Ohio State." And I was like, "Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> come visit me. <laughs> come to the Midwest. I mean, we have nothing." Out. Yeah, <laughs> but I like, already bought the food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So, you came to Ohio State, and you were the only kid from your high school to go to Ohio State. So one girl came with me. We weren't like friends. I mean, we were friendly. Like I was friendly with like mm. a lot of like friendly. I mean, like, we weren't in, like, the same friend group. But, like, okay. when she came here, she was like, oh, like, if I'd see her at a bar or something, I'd talk to her for, like, five minutes. Okay. Yeah. So, like. Yeah. There's I, always people yeah. like that. Yeah. An and acquaintance. Like, yeah, an acquaintance. Yeah. And she ended up transferring out f- halfway through first semester. Oof. Oh, so, really? Like, oh, yeah, Jesus. She, she decided it, like, wasn't for her. She went to back to the East Coast or whatever. That's fair. Homesick. Yeah. Yeah. So, when I was, like, so I was kind of just, like, stranded. Yeah. Like, I was, like, I had my roommates and, like, they were cool and stuff. But, like. I mean, it, it was a little bit of a culture shock because, like, I mean, I went to, like, a 300-person high school, and, like, mm. I knew a lot of people. I had a lot of friends, and then yeah. I got here, and I'm like, oh, was I? Yeah, was, right. was 60,000 a little too much. <laughs> you get used to it, but then, like, your first day of freshman year, like, walking around campus. Oh, yeah, like, when you go to class. people yeah. go to the same yeah. school. Yeah. Well, I the thing know. that sold me on Ohio State was you can always make a big school mm. feel small, but you can't make a small school yeah. feel big. Yeah. There's people you want to see, you'll see them. If there's people exactly. you don't yeah. want to see, you don't you have to do see them. You do not have to see them. In a small Trust school, me. you do yeah. not have to see them. <laughs> you sometimes do, though, and it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's the ones you don't want to see you when really, they pop it's, it's up. Weird. It's, weird. it's weird. Yeah, it's like the people you don't want to see, you'll see them like twice, but you'll just yeah. you'll remember. Yeah. You'll be like, how the fuck in the 60,000 yeah. person <laughs> How the fuck in the 60,000 <laughs> am I seeing you right now? What are the odds? <laughs> you... Okay. <laughs> so yeah. who'd you – do you remember your freshman roommates where I'm assuming it was just random or did you – Yeah, I didn't do the whole Facebook thing because, like – so there was a unit at my – uh, in the health class of my school called College Prep, and they made us watch a movie of, like – it was, like, made up, but about this person who found their roommate on Facebook, and, like, the person was, like, so strange 
that I was like, well, what if I find someone on Facebook? They seem really cool. And then I'm living with like, yeah, yeah, a complete weirdo. So I was like, let me go random. Like it was fine. I mean, like I'm still like decent friends with one of them. Like mm-hmm. I haven't seen the other two in like three years, which is okay. Like, I think we're all yeah. kind of cool with that. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah. there's people I mean, like yeah, that who come into your life and then come out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like bus boys. I don't know. <laughs> Freshman roommates are the classic, like your absolute boys for like the first semester. And then mm-hmm. you kind of like find other friends uh-huh. and start doing stuff. Uh-huh. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, 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 I totally agree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, for me personally, like, when I, like, became friends with, like, Rob and stuff through DSP and then, like, met all you guys, like, the little Cleveland circle, like, that's when college, like, started. Yeah. Like, yeah. second semester, yeah. sophomore Well, year. dude, I, f- I feel like I've went to two colleges. Mm-hmm. I've had two completely different college experiences. First two years, like, did all that, like, lacrosse stuff, and then after that, like... To these two years, like I met like you guys and everything, and like literally just like from one big group to another, and it's like I've literally had like two completely different college experiences, yeah. like, and I've done like the whole like I've just been everywhere, yeah. But no, that's interesting, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so you mentioned basketball, right? And you mentioned that you played high school basketball, you were a pretty good high school basketball player, weren't you? Solid, yeah. I, I made I shot three pointers, that's about okay. it, okay, yeah. yeah. Did so, Parsh, I can confirm Parsh is a bucket when we would play, yeah, <laughs> at the rec, no, when we would play in, at. The two two one. Oh, backyard. backyard. Okay, I was what saying do you call that game? around the world. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's very good. He's a bucket. The world. Yeah. Well, I remember we, we when we went to like North Rec and stuff like that. He yeah. was he was the, the spot up shooter. Him and John Moore, if John was hot. Um, <laughs> but so what was I gonna go with this? You didn't miss a free throw. Is that correct? I did not miss a free throw. In did high not miss basketball. a single free throw in high school. Around how many did you take? Over the four years, like so, I played like freshman, JV, then JV and varsity, then varsity. I think it was something like. I don't remember the exact number because the guy used to tell me who kept the book, but it was like either 168 or 186. So not a fluke, not like 15. No, so there's a kind of a story behind it. Please tell us what we're here for. (laughs) I'm in third grade. Why don't you uh, elaborate a little bit? (laughs) I'm in third grade. This is the first year you're allowed to play rec basketball in my town. And like I used to shoot like chicken wing style or whatever. I still do that. Yeah, but like I was like pretty good at it. Okay. So like I was like the shooter on that team. And – my brother was the best player on the team because it was third and fourth grade, and okay. he gets the flu. So I kind of have to, like, pick up the slack. We're undefeated. We're playing the only other undefeated team last game of the year. In third grade, did you have the lowered hoops? Because that's how I played. Yeah, eight-foot okay. eight yeah, yeah, hoops. Yeah, yeah. So, like, and, like, um, I'm sure, like, you said we might talk about later. Like, my dad was a professional basketball player, so basketball is always yes. really we'll, important. We'll get to that soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's driving me, and he's telling me, like, your brother's not playing, like, in his accent. I'm not going to do it. But, like, I was about to say, you're, there's usually an accent yeah. on top of that. <laughs> so he's your like, brother's not yeah, playing. Your brother is not here. You need to carry the slack like we used to in home country. So, like, he's telling me, like, all that. I'm, like, juiced up. And, like, we need the accent intertwined when we get <laughs> yeah. to your dad's So, like, I'm getting, like, juiced up and, like, whatever. And, like, I still think this is one of the greatest games I've played in my life. Like, I've had some light, lights out days. <laughs> the like, third grade eight-foot yeah, hoop game. I probably okay. had, like, eight points but like it felt like the biggest eight points of my life and Mm -hmm. then the last and like the last play of the game because we had a three-point line they told we're we're down two Mm -hmm. so like they i there the other team's coach tells them if i get the ball behind the three-point line foul him so they foul me and i stepped to the line with like we didn't have a clock so they would just they just yelled out the refs go last possession Okay. So, possession based game. Uh, yeah. It's like weird weird <laughs> shit in Mass and yeah. Connecticut rec leagues. Boy. Everybody gets twenty, yeah. no more, no less. So like college I'm, overtime <laughs> rules. <laughs> I'm at the free throw line and I've never shot a free throw uh-huh. in like a game. Okay. And I step to the line, first one brick. Mm. And I am like devastated. So I'm in my head, I'm like, I've watched college basketball. Like I only thing me and my dad used Once to watch. Once you missed the like first basketball. one. So I throw it off the front of the rim, I get the ball and I score. 
<laughs> and then I'm like, let's go, like, let's go, like, get at me, like, yeah. I'm, I'm you a bucket. Threw it off the rim, I'm and, a bucket. And then I see the ref waving his hands, like some hungover high school kid who's yeah. like, why am I even bothering? But like, I don't want to get yelled at by parents. <laughs> he was like, illegal procedure, which isn't even like in basketball. He calls it a miss, gives the other team the ball. We're not allowed to press, so they just oh. dribble out their last possession. We lose. Oh. And I am just crying my <laughs> eyes out, like. I am a mess. Like I'm a puddle. Like my dad's dragging me out of there. Like, and then <laughs> so I get in the back of the car. Like I'm You're not even lying. Right yeah. Back home. <laughs> he has like, so I vividly remember this. He's wearing his black Ray-Ban aviators. Like that's like the big ones, right? Yeah. 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 He has his leather jacket on. Oh, he's got his, he's got like a skinhead. Scary dude. And he fixes the mirror so he can make eye contact with me. <laughs> and he goes, they're called free throw for a reason. <laughs> And then he fixes it, and we drive home, and he doesn't talk to me. He wouldn't let you sit in the front the seat? Well, I was in third grade. I was a fat kid, but I still couldn't <laughs> sit in the front. And I'm sitting in the back. like I felt like how like Gordon Hayward must have felt when he missed that shot. Yeah. Like I just stepped to the line. I went 0 for fucking 2. <laughs> and after like... From that day forward, I would stand in my driveway and just shoot free throw after free throw oh after free throw after free throw after free throw. And, like, it got to the point where the twine on my net had a rip in it from, from where, where the went, free throw from where the backspin yeah. hit it. And then in high school, I used to do a challenge where I couldn't leave the gym until I made 150 free throws without missing two in a row. And then the last 15 in a row, I'd have to make consecutive. Oh, my God. Because I was so obsessed with the fact that this man considered it a free point, <laughs> yeah. And I can't miss those. Yeah. So every time I got into the line in, like, high school, it would be, like, a mixture of an anxiety attack but calmness. Yeah, because you be knew like, you were going to knock it down. And it was one, two, twist, spin. I knew exactly how long until, like, my <laughs> knees would hit a certain point, and then I knew exactly that would, like, activate my elbow to yeah. go up. And then I knew if the right finger came off the ball at the perfect spot, right on the seam, it would have the perfect backspin, and it wouldn't even, like, touch anything. <laughs> It would wow. just it would like rip the net. Dude, what you just said was like Mamba mentality. Yeah, <laughs> actually, preparation sounds, means hard score, work. I didn't score that many points, but, but at the free throw made, made made them. Yeah. Wow. What's your like? What would be your if you had to like? I think this could be a good gig for you down the road after you work for a little bit, save some money, start the Colin Parsh Free Throw Academy. <laughs> it's like basketball camp, but it's just free throws. Just but free I would throws. never want another kid to, to feel go through that, that much anxiety yeah. on the free throw. Line. Yeah, but then what if one day one kid makes it to the league? Hoop baller, hooper, shooter, mm -hmm. and he's like ninety eight percent from the line. Yeah, and he's down one. They're down one with like no time on the clock. He fouled, he comes both. up, bangs both. They go, Are "You going to Disney World?" He goes, "No, I'm going to Colin Parsons Free Throw Academy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're cool. thinking about it. Yeah, cool. pretty cool. Yeah, shoot for the stars here on the potluck. <laughs> also, by the time I have a paycheck, I'll probably be an overweight, slightly under five foot ten <laughs> male with like five o'clock shadow. And unless it's one of those like park moments where like I go up by like the steel cage and like <laughs> what it used to be and like make ten in a row and some little kids like teach me. I don't think anyone will trust me with a ball or a hoop. Just put on like a tracksuit and you can like yeah. pull it off. A baggy tracksuit, nobody can tell your size. <laughs> I never, miss, I never missed a single one in high school. And they're like, sir, please get away from the park. <laughs> this is a Wendy's. Yeah. How, many, how many free throws do you think you've taken your entire life? I would like practice a game. I'd probably day. say over 10,000. Oh, probably close to like 50, 60,000. Oh, my God. Because I would probably take 
there would be there would be days where I would just go and like I mean there was one time where my friend said like how many can you make in a row without missing two in a row so he brought his so mm-hmm. like we went to the the like rec center he put his phone up because he wanted video evidence and he just hit record and I got to like two hundred fifty one without missing two in a row holy shit and then he was like okay like I can't yeah like, I don't right. I don't He's probably like, bored yeah I'm like dude I'm alone in the gym at like one of the most <laughs> like I was I was telling someone the other day like. The, there's three places I feel most comfortable in my life at the free throw line in an empty gym in the kitchen cooking and at the wheel of my car. <laughs> like if I'm ever like stressed or yeah. like whatever, I need to find one of those three places. Yeah. And it just like, cause it's a place where I feel so comfortable. And like, I feel like there's been so much success. Like, I mean, kitchen and car, it's more like a personal thing. Like I feel uh-huh. comfortable. Like I've had success in that place. I know what to do and it can return me to a mental state of mind where it's like, okay, everything's okay yeah. because if all else fails, this is something I yeah. can always go back to. Well, yeah, we were talking about on like one of the earlier podcasts that like anxiety is just whenever you feel uncomfortable, like you're mm-hmm. in a place like where you don't want to be kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you figure out like your five things, mm-hmm. like for you, those three. And then like everybody has their own, their yeah, places their own that little, they yeah. just, like, mine's definitely behind the wheel of a car. Listen to music car. Yeah. I mean, cooking is a good one. Like literally just in my bed on my phone, like doing. See, I get anxiety when I'm in my bed. Really? I get really bad anxiety. Yeah. That's when all the thoughts come. It's when the demons uh, come back. If I, if I'm in bed, like not doing anything, I start thinking if I'm like, yeah, watching yeah. Netflix okay. Netflix. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a big yeah. couch guy. Netflix, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned your dad earlier mm-hmm. and you talked about how he was kind of tough on you so you want to get into a little bit about his background and kind of where he came from cool ass story yeah yeah so i mean my dad he, he's he was tough but he's a really nice guy promise promise so he's mm-hmm. uh he is a refugee from like communist romania yeah so he was third generation to be like a political prisoner there and they all like I'm so I'm technically the first generation of Parsh not to go to that prison camp type thing. Wow. It's kind of cool. So he spent so essentially like he he was a professional basketball player in Europe. He was in med school and he got to the point where the government started taking things from him and his family to try to get him to like he I don't think he was like Nelson Mandela like he said like that's not what it was but it was uh-huh. like he would like like when he was in grade school he refused to learn Russian. And, like, when they would do the lineups with, like, everyone at a number, he would rip his number off. Wow. And, like, then they would go, like, beat him up in the principal's office and stuff. Like, that. he was, like, anti yeah. – because that, that's what he's he was raised badass. on. Yeah, he's and, like, because he was really close to his grandpa. They grew up, and his grandpa always told him, like, one day you'll make it to, like, the land of the free. Like, the America. Like, you will get there. And then, like, starting when he was, like, 20, they started to take everything from him. Like, they removed him from the professional league. So he had to go play in, like – division two and he, he mm-hmm. the way he explained it to me is like i went from paying the bills to making beer money and like they pulled him out of med school and like he wasn't allowed to study really? anymore and then eventually they brought him to like these camps and like there's like a million stories and everything but like mm-hmm. he essentially took eight years of his life fighting for his freedom and then one day he got like a call or like a knock on his door or whatever and it was like you have 48 hours to leave the country like you have 48 hours to find a visa Really? So he like wow. went through, he couldn't get an American visa. So Italy took him in. Uh-huh. He lived in Italy for like, every time he tells the story, the days are a little <laughs> off. That's how my dad is. Like yeah. my mom laughs about it. Uh-huh. I think it was like a month or like a two weeks, something like that. He lived in Italy. Seven he just years. like worked yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> he worked there. And then one day he like got the call from like the American embassy saying like, you've been approved for a visa. So he packed, like he couldn't even fill a suitcase. That's how few <clears> things he had. So he had like a $20 bill, 
two sweaters, a pair of slacks, like socks and like three pairs of underwear and then what he was wearing. He got on a flight to JFK. He got off the plane. He knelt on the ground and he kissed the floor. Which, like, if you've ever been anywhere in New York, <laughs> you have to be so happy. Especially this guy. He's like clean. Like, like you guys have seen my room. Like, that is a product yeah. of my dad. Yeah. Like, ever since I was a kid. Like, he he kissed the ground. Ugh. And then he had to pay rent to live in a basement in Cheshire, Connecticut, that flooded. And he didn't have a bed. He would just sleep on the ground. Mm-hmm. And he worked, so he worked as a night janitor at Friendly's. He worked construction Friendly's. during wow, the day. Wow, that's a place I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, and then he went to school, like, in the morning and stuff, not speaking English. So he went through college, and, like, he started college not being able to speak the language. So wow. he taught himself through his jobs. How to, te- how to speak English. Yeah. yeah, and, like, one joke he had, like, he came, like, my one of my teachers in, like, sixth grade, like, found out that he was like this because, like, one of my friends made a joke about it. So she was like, I'll give you, like, a free, like, 100 if you bring this guy in and let him tell a story. And I was like, all right, fine. Because, like, <laughs> I was never, like, huge on it because I was like, okay, like, my dad's cool with me. Right? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm chubby and, like, not that good at basketball. Like, all right, like, I'm the funny kid in the back of the class. Like, is that not good enough for you? But so he came in, and one of the ways he described it was, like, he's like, the English language was so hard to grasp because he's like, you guys have two adjectives to describe one thing he's like like when someone tells me to grab the mother effing hammer i don't know how many hammers i'm grabbing i don't really know what's going on but yeah like he he was a pretty cool guy like yeah no he sounds unreal when you say they like they said he can't play in the league they said like the government the the communist yeah wow was it connected was this connected to the soviet union it's like very i think it's like really closely tied Uh together it's a different like yeah like i mean like yeah, so the way they came out of power actually is like pretty crazy. Like they drove like tanks into the square and everything. Like I don't know, my grandma was there. She passed away, but like she could she didn't speak English and she never told me. But like I remember my dad told me the story one time. Like it was like the craziest thing. Like they just took this dude out. Like you can, it's on like they have a Wikipedia about it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they probably got someone out there. Yeah. They, yeah. He said he wouldn't speak. He speaks Romanian. He wouldn't learn Russian. Yeah. Okay. So like he he knew German and Romanian because his father's from Germany. And they tried to teach him Russian in school, and he was like, no. Like, that's, like, not like, – yeah. I don't speak that language. Yeah. I don't live there. And, like, he would, like like I said, like, rip his number off, like, cause trouble all God, the time. So yeah, that's yeah. unreal. Yeah. And so when we were talking about your dad a little bit before, and there's one story I want people to hear is your story about the gardens and him playing basketball. And so I want you to tell that story as well. Okay. So in Romania, they have, like – it's similar to, like – all these European teams like FC Barcelona and FC whatever, he played on okay. something Bucharest, which is where the, like the biggest city in Romania. But you're also still allowed to play for your high school team. As well as being a professional? Yeah, oh, which okay. is really weird because he was a professional at 16 years old. Yeah, there's no NCAA in uh, yeah. Romania. <laughs> so he, yeah, he, um, he was like the best player, like the captain, and his senior year, the two best teams in the city were the two rival schools in Bucharest separated by what's called the Chishmiyugui Gardens. Definitely pronouncing that wrong, but <laughs> I sounds cool. Yeah. So the the night, before, so like the way the reason I heard this story was like my dad like somehow someone found him, which I don't understand because he doesn't have Facebook, like he doesn't have anything. So like somehow someone found his email, like looked him up like crazy crap, yeah, and like found him, invited him to a reunion, and they made him write his favorite memory, and they all told him like you have to write this story, the story of the Chichmiu Gardens. So the night before the game. 
they all like all the students like this is like some weird ass like it's, communism it's like something shit. of a movie yeah so all the students walk into the garden holding hands and they from both yell schools? yeah from each side because each has yeah, like, half, of the, half garden, of the gardens and they yell like obviously it's in romanian but it translates loosely <laughs> to like the battle of the chichmiu gardens will be decided tomorrow night we will win the battle of the chichmiu gardens so Game goes on, whatever. They have, like, the other best player in the city or something. It sounds like Romanian Friday Night Live. Like, exactly. Not football, but, like, yeah. a TV drama. Where yeah, 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 yeah. So the game gets down, and it's a tie game. And what happens is, like, they drop a play. So my dad gets the ball on the wing. And he's like, he was never, like, a shooter. That's why we got in so many fights over basketball. Because he was, like, a defense <laughs> and, like, to the rack. Like, he could still dunk when I was, like, a little kid. He, like, he I'm, was a freak this was athlete. before the three-point line, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, so. so he gets it on the wing, and he, like, rises up. Some guy used to have a picture of it. He showed me one time because his thighs are, like, gigantic. <laughs> he was, like, a monster. And he's much taller than I am, too. And he, like, rised up, and he hits a shot at the buzzer. And they storm the court, and they pick him up on their shoulders, and they carry him into the garden. And they yell, like, we have won the battle for the Chishmigu Gardens. That is, How like, fucking cool like, is that? <laughs> That's like chills. Yeah. I think that's about like, like chills. cool high school hockey memories and like uh-huh. moments like that with like student section. Like that is the that's like the pinnacle of high school. Right. It's like the, the the coolest thing I've ever heard someone tell me a story about sports that's like been closely related to them. Like, could you imagine that being hitting a game winning shot against the rival city and there's a garden, like a beautiful yeah. garden separating your two and cities? And I've been to the garden. Really? Yeah. My dad took me to like. Is it he, beautiful? Yeah, it's really cool. It's like all these like flowers and shit. I was there in the summertime. <laughs> you know, so garden stuff, flowers. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like an agricultural major or anything. Like I don't go to ag campus, but like, I'm sure there's like some different kind of flowers in there. But <laughs> yeah, no, it was so cool because like I was like, yeah, like like growing up, it was like really tough playing basketball because like when my dad was 16, he was a professional. When I was 16, I was like the fourth best player on my JV team. <laughs> like, and it was always tough, cause, especially because like he was like this dominant like force, and I was this chubby shooter who like would waddle <laughs> from like three point line to three point line. Like eventually it got to the point where my dad was like, no dude, I don't give a shit. Like you're never going to be me. Like just be you. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll make free throws. <laughs> I'll make free throws and shoot three points. Yeah. But that, that an unreal story. Yeah. Crazy. There's just no way he didn't get laid that night. Oh yeah. Um, I have a beautiful mother. And <laughs> he did not Come on, Dylan. Come on. He got the Come grand on. prize in the end. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. We all do. Yeah. So, <laughs> Going into our segments, typical segment, as yes. always, our power rankings. So, Bloss is going to pull up a – he did, He seems surprised that I said that. Yeah, Bloss right. is going to pull like up a random word week. generator, as usual, ran, generate a random word, and then he's going to come up with a probably top three. We're running a little long. Yeah. Time. Top yeah. three power ranking. Okay. Uh, we'll get through off, it. Off the word, yeah. Okay. Bloss? All right. The get word through. for today is smart. What are the top three things that you like being called smart for? Oh, the top three things I like being called smart for. <sighs> top three things I like being called smart for. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Top three things you like being called smart for. I think my yes. number three is okay. probably I was a finance major. I, since I've graduated, I found out that it's finance until you get your diploma, and then everybody calls it finance. Finance, yeah, just sound more. Uh, cool. As a finance major. Uh, big stock guy not that i own much as a uh-huh. just getting my first job but 
I love when when people ask me like, "What's the stock market? Can you explain the stock market?" Because people's let like people's knowledge of it is so little usually. Yeah. Which obviously, like you didn't I have study no it. Idea. There's no reason why. Yeah. And like, I if you if you take like one class on it, and somebody asks you like, <laughs> "Oh, what happened with the stock market today? Why did it go up? Why did it go down?" Well, the, you the, have like the Dow. The Dow. <laughs> I just say the Dow every Dow's time. Up, Dow's up 15 bips today. <laughs> 15 points. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with three, as um. Wow, I was just listening to you and then I lost it. Parse, do you have a three yet? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. one thing Come I used to me. <laughs> yeah. One thing, like even when I still play like pickup hoops or like just when I played in high school, like I was always considered like a really smart player. So mm. I think they just tell like mm. the fat slow kids. But yes. like, I loved it when they'd be like, Yeah, the kids got a really high basketball, basketball. IQ. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Read right. Game. Okay, <laughs> yes. That's my number three. That was my number three. Sure. When I, it? What? You're sharing it? I'm sharing yeah. it. Sorry, that's a, good, that's a good one. Okay, yeah. When in lacrosse, when I would say, and Bloss can agree with me on this, when people, because the goalie runs the defense in lacrosse, he tells people when to go and when to rotate, similar to basketball defense. And when people said, that, like, oh, you have a really good understanding of the defense, like you command the defense really well, I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. The, like, the sport IQ thing is, like, the best thing to say. Oh, about yeah. Anybody who's, like, you can tell is, like, trying really hard and, like, kind of like a professional, but, like, they're just not the best mm. but you're like they that, that yeah. that's just good like athletically they're not there or you're like, like they belong in the court. <laughs> or you're like LeBron yeah. and you're yeah trust you're me i both. definitely made up with my yeah. iq in terms of my athletic ability yeah dylan do you have a two yet yeah my number two is uh i just said history facts like Je- answering like a jeopardy question kind of thing mm. like a random oh fact jeopardy oh you jeopardy. hit a jeopardy Why? question i'm just gonna take all your guys because that sounds so cool like when you hit a jeopardy question that like yeah, yeah I, whenever i watch with, like my mom dad my older brother who's certainly smarter than i am and mm. i get one right i just feel oh, yeah. that nobody else knows or like my dad says something yeah. really confidently i'm like and i say something else and it's like what i said <laughs> yeah okay the jeopardy question's a great yeah that's a really yeah. good one like facts yeah. like like yeah. when we go play and like the sports would come up on like the, the Trivi- fourth trivia yeah. and i would just bang the thing yeah. like oh, that thing, 1973 NCAA tournament like, like <laughs> well, no pace yeah. like, i'm a nerd but i like no pace he was 28 for the cardinals 26 <laughs> Okay, dude, chill yeah. out. Um, okay, I'm going to go with my number two as um, when I give a speech and people say I sound good. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like – I'm not, yeah. not saying I'm smart, but I say, like, I sound good. Like, you're I, turning I, this on, like, what, what do you like being complimented on? Honestly, right? yeah. When I when people say I'm spoken <laughs> sorry, well – Yeah, sorry, Bloss. Yeah, fuck off. Um, <laughs> when people say I'm spoken well and, like, I can, like, make it through a speech or oh, – Bloss putting on his backpack and leaving. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> when people say I'm, like, spoken well and I can, like, get through my way. Like, I gave, like, a graduation speech for you guys at 221. I did uh, my brother's wedding speech. And, like, I'm not going to lie to you, I fucking murdered it. Yeah. And, like, that makes me really feel good about myself. Like, when I can speak eloquently to people and they, like, hang on every word, like, oh, that is – there is no better feeling than when such I'm – a skill to have, yeah. too. I, I, I hate to say it, but, like, I'm very naturally gifted at, like, talking to people. And, like, part of the reason why we started this fucking podcast yeah. is, like, we could talk to people. But, like, when I can, like, reel people in with, like, a joke or two and then I can, like – hit him where it hurts that's my that's my fucking formula for every single speech i'll like crack a couple jokes crack a couple jokes everyone's like oh it was pretty lighthearted yeah i'll be like and then and then i'll get like really fucking deep and then they'll just be like damn it now i'm crying and it's like i hate to say it but like when people when i give a speech and people cry i'm like bang yeah but you're you're also an incredible storyteller like i told you like you captivate me you could be talking about like taking out the trash and i'm like what happens next was there a raccoon (laughs) in there yeah um i guess my number two would be like just like problem solving skills, like especially like in an internship or something. And they're mm-hmm. like, here's a project, figure it out. It's like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing, but if I can figure this out, it'd be yeah. really cool. So yeah. like, type it through Excel and like Google and stuff like that. Just quick. The whole like, Excel just, thing of like, yeah, 
doing Excel for an older person, this won't be my oh, number yeah. one, but that's one that could be on here. Yeah. yeah. When it's you, not that hard, but dude, I I'll do the most simple Excel formulas for my parents for their like business like wow. sales yeah. stuff. And they're like shocked. <laughs> or even like being in a group project and like there's one really hard problem and you're like, I can figure this yeah. one out. And they're like, Oh, this one's hard and it's like, no, nah, I'm gonna get this yeah. one. Like that that's just I like puzzles. Yeah. My number one is uh it's the best feeling to be complimented on when you play a good song. I'm oh, you off. you took my number one. Are you serious? You actually took my number for one. Real? Yes. For cereal. For cereal. Isn't that such a good feeling? Oh though? dude, I am the king of the ox, bro. <laughs> <laughs> This kid played Knights of Sindonia by Muse in the middle of a EDM banger party. Yeah, dude, it was sick. You totally There was like six people there who really appreciated oh, that. Yeah. And I was and, one of them. And they're like, those are the only people I wanted yeah. to impress, honestly. I didn't give a shit about like what any girl, any whatever, <laughs> were like those like five or six people who were like, Knights of fucking have you, ever, have you ever been playing a song and you see, like look over and you see your friend spot, uh, Shazamming it? Yes. Oh, that I do that all the time. I always, I, I'm the yes. Shazam or the look up the it, lyrics. I, yeah. keep it, I keep it below the belt. Like, I don't let them see that I, I, <laughs> that I like that. Certain you people, dick. Certain people, you certain dick. People, certain people. You dick. No, because then they'll That's just so, get oh. certain people because then they'll just get super <laughs> self-righteous about it. And like, any oh, yeah. Player, like, you, like, you like this one too? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fair. No, yeah, I'm a big, I don't Shazam and I usually ask them. Is that because I know how good it makes me feel when people ask? Kind of tipping your cap to them, paying your respects. Pay your homage to their good ox. Yeah. But no, when I play like Kickstart My Heart by fucking Motley Crue and like five people get it and they're like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And like five people get it. That's all I care about. At a certain point, I've played the bangers. I've played the Miley Cyruses. I've played the Harry Styles. I've run through the classics. You got to open up people's minds, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Time to ladies, fucking headbang. And probably haven't been playing Guitar Hero 3 like us. Yeah, no nice right? Sidonia exactly, dude. Oh, did you know I... Fuck. Why don't, uh, my number one was also that. Parts, do your number one. I have a little anecdote. Okay. Honorable mention. Um, yeah. My number one is definitely, like, emotional intelligence and, like, mm. understanding, like, sense of self and stuff. Because, like, wow. I think I know... Like, I've gotten to the point where, like, I know so much about myself. Like, I'm very self-aware. Like, I can talk myself through, like, certain situations. And, like, if my friends are going through something, like... I feel like I can at least approach them and get to a spot where like I understand what they're going through and kind of just talk them through things maybe mm. or just yeah. like figure no. out like what's going on without telling them what to do because that's the worst thing you can do yeah. but like more like what's going on like what about this do you think this is happening okay like how do you think we're going to solve this like huh. just like talking to people Dude, and like your own, understanding your own, everybody's it. own emotions are like it's like the stock market like yeah. you sometimes like you need an outside yeah. source mm-hmm. who can like guide you and like yeah, yeah. and i've i, I can you. say like i personally experienced it firsthand like obviously like you know i've had yeah. a couple rough couple of months and stuff like that and like I don't know, like, you've definitely been the guy who's, like, been there for me the most. I mean, amongst all my other friends who have obviously given me great advice and, like, my parents and, like, everyone. But, like, that's – no, like, I can definitely, like, vouch for that. Verify like that. it? Yeah. Endorse oh, yeah. him on LinkedIn for it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, if Parsh puts emotional talent, I'll, like, <laughs> fucking smash that like button, like, 70 times. Totally. Okay, so I have a little anecdote. You mentioned Guitar Hero. Yeah. I almost got sponsored to play Guitar Hero. When? Uh, and why has this not been discussed? I know, right? I know, right? Hopefully people have made it this far to where they can hear the story because it's a really good story. I – in third grade was unreal at Guitar Hero. I treated Guitar Hero the way Parsh treats free throws. I would play every single song, easy mode, once I did once I got perfect on all the songs on easy, medium, perfect, perfect. on all songs, hard, did it, expert, all songs perfect. I used to be able to play songs turning away from the TV. Could you I'm, play Through the Fire and the Flame? Yes. On expert? Yes. 100%? Maybe not 100%. It, not it's been a while. Now, yeah. In third grade, 100% Through the Fire and the Flames. And right, so... Well, I need to see you play. Yeah, do something. Yeah, some guitar hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so 
me and my brother were, were like, my brother was good. And then I passed my brother and I was like, let's go. Like it was the first thing I was better at than my brother. And he's like five years older than me. And so we went to the IX indoor amusement park for those of you who don't know. It's an indoor amusement park <laughs> with like rides and shit. It's kind of trashy. It's, it's a little very trashy. It's an indoor. I mean, I've I've been. <laughs> okay. I'm say yeah. I haven't. It's an yeah. indoor carnival. Yeah, it is. It's kind of sick. Yeah. Coming in oh, dude, that it place. gets musty in yeah. there. It's a must fest. Um, when you're younger, you don't. Yeah. Too but they had a Guitar Hero three thing set up, right? And like this big thing, and there was a huge line for it. And no, it was Rock Band. Rock Band. Sorry, but Rock Guitar Hero Rock Band interchangeable. Yeah. Um, and so I go up there. And I grab the guitar, and my brother's like, all right, what do you want to play? Because my brother's on the drums always. And so me and my brother play, and we pick Enter Sandman by Metallica, right? Banger. And I get 100% on it. Like, the whole guitar solo where it's, like, fucking notes coming flying at you left and right. Like, I get 100% on everything, right? And so I put down the guitar, and everyone's like, whoa, who's this kid? And I was like, I felt like the shit. Maybe I'll change that to my number one, being good at Guitar Hero, intelligent-wise. Um, <laughs> and so I walk out, and there's these two guys in suits come up to me. And they're like, hey, we're from Smith, one of them. Sounds like men in black. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take you in the secret <laughs> agency for playing guitar. And they go, hey, we're from Red Bull. And I was like, oh, I'm from Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, yeah, so um, we've been sitting here like doing scouting for guitar hero players and rock band players. And we think you have what it takes. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. And so they we had talked a little bit. And over the weeks, I've been in communication with them. And they wanted to pull me out of school in third grade and give me $50,000 to tour around and play guitar here at Red Bull events. And my mom said no. Smart. Which is, in long, retrospect, Guitar Hero play. died in like two years. Yeah. <laughs> but like, how cool would it have been? Third grade would have been there when you came back, too. That's true. Yeah, it always would have been there. 50 grand in third Damn. grade. It was 50 grand. You could have bought Stops. so many things at the Scholastics. I know, like, I know right? Dude. I'd be the king of the Scholastic News Fair. Yeah. You could have yeah. done it for like a year and then. I know, I know. But like, that's that's my Guitar Hero story. I was that's offered insane. 50. It would have been cooler than the fastest kid in third grade. I know, right? I would have passed up the fast kid. Fuck. We got so much <laughs> pussy, bro. Um, yeah, so that's my Guitar Hero story. So, our this will be our last uh, segment for today because we're just running a little bit long. Yes. Uh, our, it's a normal one. Our uh, random internet question. Uh, five categories, four categories, five, ca four categories. Can't count. Parsh, our categories today are dating and relationships, leave that one <laughs> philosophy, sex, TV, movies, and video games. That is all one category. Mm -hmm. I don't think philosophies, but what did he say? I don't think philosophy has been chosen yet. It was chosen last episode. By who? Oh, <laughs> oh, my brother. brother. Yeah. Oh, that's well, tough. Yeah. Shows how much he listens. All right. No, we'll do philosophy again. That's what you've chosen. How do you feel about yourself? This question is, I want to, this is a funny question, but Parsh is going to have an easy answer. Uh -huh. If you had one free throw. <laughs> <laughs> and if you make it, you get $1 million. But if you miss, you never get to text again. Would you shoot it? Give me the ball. <laughs> I'm going to score. Rock. Yeah. Um, one. Never lost. One. You want to make one? How about Is there one in a row? <laughs> I had to get that. that okay, quick answer. I think it's me and Dylan. No, Parsh. Obviously, yes, Jesus. Congrats on your million dollars. Yeah, we'll do a little harder one. <laughs> if you could ask one person, dead or alive, a question that they had to answer honestly on live national television, mm. who slash what would you ask? I don't want to go first, but I have my answer. Do you guys have your answer? No, so you should probably go first. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask Jesus if what he was talking about <laughs> is true. 
Right? That's the smart play, I think. I mean, that's a smart play. There's a lot of things I... I mean, honestly, that Jesus? is a smart play. <laughs> Jesus? No, I, I would totally ask Jesus. I was like, hey, were you fucking, were you fucking around? <laughs> were you <laughs> like... Ass, yeah, were you dead ass? Were you like, were you like pulling out the wine from your back pocket? I mean, that's smart, water, if, he says, like, if he says, yeah, I was capping, then you're... Dude. You're less... Rest right? Of your life think is, of everything that's come from Jesus. A lot has this, come from there's Jesus. There's a lot of anarchy. The Crusades... Yeah. The Catholic Church, the Roman Empire, all that doesn't mean shit. I mean, the United Christmas. States. The United States, Christmas. Found as a Christian. My dad. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? You got to ask Jesus. Was he bullshitting? Yeah. I mean, that. My, the one I thought of immediately. That's why I didn't want to go first, because I don't want you guys to have some like silly-ass answer. And I was like, I will ask Jesus. <laughs> I will ask the Lord and Savior of my kind if he was bullshitting. And then your guys are like, I want to ask this guy. Like, all right, Do you have one? I mean, mine's, like, not, like, some random thing. Mine was, weirdly, the uh, Netflix series, O.J. Simpson versus the People, mm. is, like, one of my all-time favorite shows, like, across anything. I thought it was so well-made, so good. Mm -hmm. Didn't know anything about it. So I would I would ask him if he did it. Because I, I feel like it's kind of wasting a question. A little Jeez. bit. Sorry. Kind of wasting a question because I think we know the answer. I mean, but it'd be cool to know. It would be cool yeah, to hear to, him to say. Finally And, get like, the say answer. what happened. Is that even relevant anymore? relevant it's, i mean it would he couldn't get i don't think he could get tried again because yeah he already double got jeopardy right? yeah double jeopardy isn't that a called? thing you can't be tried twice. Can't be oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 i didn't know it was called yeah. double jeopardy okay your mother's a lawyer i'm gonna be a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, OJ, a delete one. the archives when he becomes a lawyer <laughs> oj send that clip to the moon <laughs> oj you did it but we just want to wait i just brought up the moon we want the receipts i just brought up the moon um quick Little thing. Do you know that more people have walked on the moon than one who wants to be a millionaire? How many people have one who wants to be a millionaire? Six. And nine. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How crazy is that? That's pretty insane. Right? More people have seen walked on the moon, put their foot in the ground, did a little footprint, probably did a little jig, than <laughs> one small step. One yes. Then people have fucking got a million dollars from who wants to be a millionaire. Isn't that crazy? Nobody ever wins that show. It's no. Apparently not. Only six have. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to back to go off on that. Sorry. I like our Parsh. little one fun fact. We've always kind of had yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Parse, do you have a do you have a question? Um, so I know what question I ask. I'm trying to think of who I'd ask it to because I'm trying. So I would like to know the key to happiness, which I realize is different for everyone else. But I'm mm -hmm. trying to think of like, so like Alex Trebek just died, right? And like he who? brought Alex Trebek. Oh, yeah. 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 And so he brought happiness to so many people like every night, like uh -huh. you guys discussed on your podcast. And then I think of like Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Yeah. Like, when we were kids, like that guy just like, please don't be an asshole. Like someone don't show me. A yeah. Google. Right. But, like, he right. brought joy to like so many little kids who like didn't know crap about dick. Yeah, that, is like, a, that is like the last person yeah. who I want to get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Or even like, so like obviously his life ended tragically, but like Robin Williams brought like tears oh, yeah. to people's wow. eyes and how That's happy yeah. and like laughter and everything. Yeah. But like, inside he just like wasn't in, innately happy so like mm -hmm. i even wish i could ask him like what 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 would you have needed to like to feel your self-worth wow. to like appreciate yourself enough to get to the point where your self-appreciation matches everyone's appreciation for you hmm that's so fucking that's deep. pretty good have you seen goodwill hunting yet nope oh, so i haven't seen goodwill hunting chose the wrench choose the wrench every time <laughs> have you seen dead poet society yes i saw that in english class i think we, i think i asked you the exact same <laughs> like episode two choose the wrench that's all i'm gonna say you have to wow. you have to pick one like who would you ask? and don't forget the coffee 
Parsons. Gun to your head, like you have to pick something. I think I would ask that to Robin Williams. Like, what would make you so like content with yourself that would get you? Or, mm. yeah. Chris Farley's only good Farley's. choice. Yeah, he was fucking hilarious. I was watching some of his like SNL stuff. From the Down 90s. by the river. Um, so fucking yeah, funny. I think Robin Williams is a really good choice. Yeah. I think I think you can also reword it like you said. Like, what would what could people or what could people have done to make you or what could yeah. you done for yourself right. to get to the point yeah. where all that love for you could be manifested into love for yourself? Yeah, because obviously he never could be truly a, like, yeah. truly love himself enough to like get what everyone was giving to him. Yeah. And like, wow. yeah. Cause I think self-worth is the most important thing mm -hmm. in life. Cause like yeah. once you accept yourself as like the most important person in your life and like you focus on making yourself happy rather than everyone else, mm -hmm. that's when you really unlock like your true potential as like a human being. Yeah. Oof. I mean, that's, that's wow. fucking factual. Yeah. Definitely, like, I think we've all felt at times like you don't, yeah, matter. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. No. Who doesn't have those days? You care more about your friends', friends than you happiness about than you yeah. do about yourself. Happiness. Yeah. No, I think we've all been there at some points. It's totally a legit kind of like thing that happens to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a way to end an interview. Nice and deep. Parsha's had the perfect combination of mm -hmm. funny and like we yeah. got down to it. Home run. An absolute home this run. This was a home run. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have the accent again? <laughs> <laughs> so, Parsh, we want to thank you for coming on so deeply. You were an amazing guest. Uh, we hope you come back on sometime. You know where to find me. I do know where to find you. <laughs> on, the 180, on the 185 couch playing Among Us with us. <laughs> Please don't release my address. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, thank you, Parsh. Thank you, Parsh. Woo! So that was Parsh. Great interview. I, I feel like we've just been lining them up. We're starting to get it down. That felt really good. Mm -hmm. Loved everything about it. Excited for you guys to listen. Excited for you guys to yeah. comment on our Instagram. Get involved with us. Let us know. Yeah, definitely get involved. The more you guys get involved, the more we love doing it. And it doesn't really... I mean, it doesn't matter in the end just because we're doing this so people can hear it. But we like doing it a lot. Yeah. So. But yeah, I think this week we'll definitely try to do some type of like ask the audience for next question because mm -hmm. that's been kind of on our minds. We've just kind of figured out how like which yeah way right to do yeah it. if it's a, yeah I think we got to stick to yes or no questions. Yeah, we love you guys, but some of <laughs> some of the answers some of the answers was just like, it was like nah yeah <laughs> I was like okay cool 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 I can definitely elaborate on this a lot. Thank you guys. We can okay. do more of a poll. But, yeah. Uh, so today's song is gonna be brought to us by Jack. Jack yes. What is it? Okay. So today's song. And I don't know where we found this. I was just kind of like scrolling through my Spotify. Uh, we're going to go with Bang on the Drum All Day by Todd Rundgren. It's, a, it's such a good song. Let this whole episode play out because you're going to hear this. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you made it this far. Absolute yeah. banger. So we will be back next week on the 25th. We have uh, some good guests in the, in the, in works. the wings, in the, in the works. So mm -hmm. we'll see you guys on the 25th. So, Jack, same time next week. Same time next week. Woo! Everybody now!